You guys, you guys live here? Yeah, I'm live. I'm live. All right. Go ahead, Evan. All right. So now that we are done with college, what are, what are you guys currently doing with your degrees? Doing with the actual like piece of paper, like the degree. The degree, the envelope, the little thing that they gave us when we walked across stage and shook the guy's hand. Yeah. The, all right. So I got my little leather bound one. Uh, it's actually right over here. It's a. Uh, Right now, I'm using. I don't have a TV stand, and I'm using stacks of books to hold it up. And my degree is right on top. <laughs> I'm using my college degree to hold up my TV right now. Okay. Right now, mine like when the fan is blowing really loud. You know, like I don't want my papers flying around, so I put the I put the the degree on top with like the little folder and stuff. So it's kind of like a paperweight. That's right now. paperweight. That's what my degree is. <laughs> Degrees of paperweight. Yeah. Um, I still have yet to see mine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if they got like <laughs> sent to the wrong house. <laughs> I've not seen it. You may or may not. You may or may not have graduated. You know what? I got the picture. I walked across the stage, just smiled, shook hands. That's it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. His advisor messaged me on like Instagram. Was like, "Can you tell your brother to like apply for graduation?" <laughs> when was this? This was like, like three, four weeks ago. Evan, you may or may not have graduated, <laughs> fam. I think that's a phone call I need to make. Um. Hey, hey, okay. hey. Bitch, you better praise God or I'm a shooting that's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'm going to stab you in the face. If it ain't by Jesus, I'm going to hit you with this cave. Jesus is the one. Hell yeah, praise Jesus Christ, nigga. Free Palestine, free take hey. It's the trap game, Abraham Lincoln, four score and 16 bars ago. R.I.P. Betty White, she ain't dead before when she died, cause I know it's coming up. Oh, kitty! Hey, little bitch, how you not gonna fuck on a real nigga? Yeah, I'm getting paid, still late on my bills, nigga. Yo, bitch, at my crib, I just let her charge the iPhone. Ask me if these diamonds, nah, bitch, these some rhinestones. Armpit musty, Reebok's dusty, my show got canceled, cause white folks don't trust me. Now I'm in the strip club with glue on the bottom of my shoe, nigga, that's how I'm do. I'm stealing money from these bitches I'm hitting licks year round like it's Christmas I got addictions I take the condom off and drug my nut, it's delicious I wanna get a whip and crash it in the white owned businesses Hey, Hey, nah, hold on, I got this hook Hey, 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 hey. I'ma dip my balls into some thousand dollar dressing Cause I got depression I'ma avoid my taxes, then I'ma get arrested Cause I got depression I'ma rob my mama and I'ma spend the money on an old Chevy Cause I got depression Everybody know, nigga You need to learn your fucking lesson Nigga, I got depression Hey, shout out mental illness <laughs> Shout out mental illness Dude, if you got a mental illness, like, fucking turn up, dude. Like, seriously, dude. Like, whatever the fuck you got going on, dude. Fucking, you're medicated, you're not medicated, dude. Like, seriously, fucking, bro. I put my fucking... I put my dick in a bag of Doritos and made this nigga bitch suck the dust off the tip. Also, also, Alex, why do you know Evan's advisor? <laughs> you hey, want to so tell the is, people? <laughs> hey, so this is a half and half, half hour podcast. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah, I miss you guys too. Uh, <laughs> I don't miss some of you. <laughs> There's only two of or two other people, so yeah. I think from that conversation, we can tell who I miss. All right, yeah, we're back after how long is it? How long was our hiatus? We went on a sabbatical, about three months. Three months sabbatical. Three uh, months. Yeah, it's been about three months. Uh, Joe, it took three months for Joe to find a USB cord. <laughs> yeah, that was my excuse. This could have been like two weeks. <laughs> It yeah. is, this is 100% on me, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize to all our light skins out there. We, uh, that, 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 my bad. It's okay. Um, I don't know. You guys want to get in some topics here? Or, uh, no, but I mean, I guess we can anyway. It's whatever you guys oh, want well, to do. This is your time. You guys want to introduce yourselves? It's been a while. That's true. Yeah, we're People a little rusty. know who we are. Um, <laughs> go ahead, guys. All right, well, oh. this is Joe. This is, uh, this is Evan. And this is Big Cousin Alex. Am I the only one doing alias over here? 
Yeah, I guess this, this is season two. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is the full time job edition. <laughs> yeah, wait. I got a I got a business card, nigga. I don't, I don't got time for these nicknames anymore. <laughs> All right, go wait. Go ahead and state like where you guys are at. First off, you want to go first, Evan? I am currently in Miami, Florida. Um, I, yeah, yeah, Joe, where are you at? I'm uh, I'm in Honolulu. Uh, Evan Evan and I's uh, bad bitch Instagrams really took off. <laughs> we both got flued out. <laughs> Things are going great for us. Where you at, uh, Alex? I'm 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 in Cincinnati. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if you don't know, listeners, that's where we were all at. <laughs> Pitifuls is still pretty fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 you know, I believe you, and I, I, I really miss Pitifuls. Now that I'm never gonna go there again, ever, ever again. <laughs> I really, I don't miss the smell of Pitifuls. Like you know that smell that Pitifuls Yo, has. They you don't been turn on the AC. They did not turn on the AC yesterday. Like I went in there for oh, a, like three seconds, and like the AC was not on, and like you just smell everybody's must. It was a nigga. It's August. That's 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 a health code violation. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Nothing worse than being inside the um, the function that doesn't have AC, and it's with people that you oh don't my like. God. No, that's the worst. Like you go to like these like like especially like black like black brat events. There's oh. nary a fan in there. Like <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't aware that you could reach a temperature just from the human body that that like would like the temperature in a black frat's basement. Is like beyond science. Just just being in the, uh, in the Q party where like they're like the the big niggas that eat air pussy, and them just <laughs> fucking strolling through like a huge ass crowd and the wave of heat that just hits you like Jesus Christ. I was under the impression that the human body is ninety eight degrees. Then how the fuck are those basements getting to two hundred and seventy two degrees? You know what I mean? I the think thing is though, you find the girl that you like, it's all okay. <laughs> I think it's the I think it's the the blood, sweat, and tears of our ancestors having to travel on those boats across the Atlantic. That uh, <laughs> but that hey, don't t- let dreams and nightmares come on in that place either. <laughs> oh. All of that, all of that hard work and struggle just so we could Photoshop Martin Luther King dabbing on a party poster. <laughs> <laughs> I do leave that place with Nuck. If, if Nuck, if you buck comes on, I have to leave. Yeah, that's true. That's well, there's true. someone about to fight someone. <laughs> no, someone's getting stabbed. <laughs> someone is dying if that comes on. I just want to know why is Dreams and Nightmares like the national anthem for all black college parties? The thing is, I don't even like that song that much, but, but wait until that shit comes on past 1130 and I've had a couple drinks. I don't even crying. know. know every word. I, I've only heard that song like maybe once solo, but like... <laughs> I don't know a word to that song. At like 11 a.m. If like you just came to me while I'm at work, I don't know anything. I'll have to ask you like whose whose song is that? But like, if, if you come to me at like like a I don't know like a one o'clock in at, at night on like a Saturday, like I'm singing every word to it and I'm knocking people out of my way to like you know be involved with the song. Exactly. Hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. <laughs> Tell them. All right. So what? What did y'all? What did y'all? Would y'all like to recap your three month break real quick? Did you do? You guys do anything exciting? We're all in different cities. A lot has happened. So yeah. I mean, in the three months, um, pretty much. Shit. What have I done in three months? Well, I left Cincinnati. Um, for good. Moved, right? Yeah. Pretty much for good. Um, went to Atlanta for three weeks. Went to Dallas for two weeks. Went to Houston for two weeks. Now I'm in Miami. Started working. Yeah, pretty much it. I was a Lyft driver for a lo- for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that was my full time job. Uh, it's a hell yeah. of a career. Yeah, I was doing getting about hundred dollars a night. Yeah. So I went to Chicago one time and I had to file for <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> that's, well, I mean that's that's. That that's reasonable. Chicago's a dumb, expensive place. I think this is a topic that's about to bleed into another topic. But how do you get more broke while working, Alex? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been living my best life since I started this job. 
Nah, honestly, I was doing a lot better before I had a job. Like, between leaving, like, I graduated, I took my ass straight to Europe, I went to, like, 13 cities, 9 countries in, like, 6 weeks, and then I got back and flew to Hawaii and started my job and was the brokest I've ever been. <laughs> I think everyone is normally the brokest when they first start their job, because, like, I mean, for some reason, like, I felt like I was, like, literally swimming in, like, muddy water, like, when I, like, before I started working, even like the first like two weeks I started working, it was like I was eating like the microwave like uh, like popcorn that they would give you in hotel rooms because I couldn't <laughs> afford dinner. But then that first paycheck came. I'm like, this is great. I can go to the Nike store. <laughs> when you first started working, was was it like that for you, Alex? I'm not talking because I'm mad. Like, <laughs> but it's also like what I signed up for. Like I I signed up for like an easy ass major. So I, I, it's not like I was expecting to come out like making, Nigga, like, so did I. <laughs> I was a fucking communication major. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I might have been sales. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever like said this on the podcast before, but my brother like gave me the best spot of wisdom he's ever had. He was like, you know, if you go to college, like if you sign up for an easy major, it's gonna be the best four years of your life. But then you graduate and you have four really shitty years lined up for you where you just have to you just have to reconcile the fact that you like did not try that hard in school and now you have to make up for it. Your Whereas brother people... is hundred and ten percent correct. My <laughs> exactly. God. I'm signing like, up for the people who... test. Like <laughs> people who had tough majors, like, you know, you have a shitty four years and you don't make the most of your college experience, but then you get out and shit's not that bad. <laughs> get a nice little job nice little salary and then you get to have your fun or it can be like evan just get lucky you just get a job <laughs> no, wait, nothing no. even before close we to your move, major <laughs> hey wait before we move on we address this evan had 11 job offers <laughs> <laughs> that is and true. he accepted about six of them actually <laughs> evan was the thought in the club that just turned down great dick <laughs> Just over got, and over and over again. But I got the better fuck out of it. I mean, I don't know what else <laughs> yeah, you want to tell you. But you didn't deserve it, and we all know you didn't deserve it. <laughs> you graduated with a .2 GPA. <laughs> 2.1. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Why am I handing my thinking that I'm actually am that one? Like, I'm that girl that's, like, not attractive in the club, but, like, I've been throwing it back on, like, three different guys. <laughs> and now I got, like, all the other guys, like, trying to get at me. No, no. The perfect analogy is that you're that average white dude at the club that for some reason is drowning in pussy every evening he goes. I don't get it. I don't get it. This like thing has got glasses, the whack or... ass. This thing has got an old navy outfit on. His wears shoes glasses. are gray and they glasses. started. He doesn't white. need them, but he wears glasses. <laughs> he's fucking wearing glasses with no frames in those hoes, and he still steals your girl. You're that nigga, Evan, and I'm sick of it. And he but I'm also proud it. of you. He doesn't deserve <laughs> it. He's doing significantly better than all of us right now, and <laughs> I'm broke right now. Good, <laughs> but it's only because I had to pay for my Miami, uh, Miami trip. All right, so Alex Alex got a job before Evan and I did, but uh, I think now that Evan and I have been working a little bit, we have a little bit of perspective on being broke with a salary. What, yeah. Like, what is that like for y'all? For me, it's like, like so I got paid Wednesday, right? And uh, I, I want to say, like, after paying bills, after hanging out with my friends for a little bit, I want to look at my bank account, and I'm pretty sure I have $33 to my name right now. So, I mean, that's what b being broke with a salary is like. Um, so, right now, this is the brokest I've been. Um, I'm scared to look at my bank account because I might see $450 in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that has to last me for two weeks. Has Sally May called you guys yet? <laughs> No, I not defer. yet. But she's 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 coming at me real quick. Cause my I got the six months, and six months is like October, I think. Oh, I told no, her. She, I told her. I told her. Give me a call in December. We'll talk. Hey, she she knows when your six months is. Like she's yeah, she's no, like, exactly. And she'll let you know. She's like, hey, it's it's coming up. Like, and she'll let you know with like four days left. Yeah, I told her give me a call. <clears throat> I'll be yeah, waiting. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to that at all. Cause well, I know right. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be like somewhere like living and chilling, and then I'm gonna get that call like, hey, <laughs> what a the, all right, but it's a fucking paradox to me that your whole life, like literally since you're an infant, 
everybody tells you you got to go to school you got to get as much educated ed- education as that you, you can and then when you graduate college like you'll get a good job and you'll be able to start your life nobody tells you about this like like two-year gap where like yes you have a salary and you're working but like you were in a crippling amount of debt this yeah, shit's no unbelievable one tells you how you're kind of just an infant again like, <laughs> like <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing you have zero clue about what you're doing in life you don't have direction you think like the thing that you were studying for to do for the rest of your life you realize that that's not actually a thing you ever want to do again and (laughs) now you're just trying to figure out everything out and you only have x amount of time to figure it out because in the blink of eye you wake up and you're just 45 so like that's (laughs) that's the thing that's kind of fucked up that no one really explains to you i feel like that's the, the worst part about it the thing i really don't like about it is well one there is nothing that I did in college that I am doing in my field of work. I'm in construction. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm in construction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this thing, I would be up until 4.30 in the morning doing homework. This nigga Evan just got a similar job to me. <laughs> I slept like a baby all throughout college. <laughs> the one time I pulled an all-nighter was for piano class. <laughs> This nigga went to college and got more sleep than he was in high school. <laughs> and now we, we get we have a similar job. This That's shit is crazy. wild. Um all right. I will you know say what? that like it's it's a weird feeling that to finally have the job that you've been working your whole life for and on the same day you get your business cards, you also get your card declined at Taco Bell. That but is anyway, a strange correlation cuz that happened to me with an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing though is um I'm broke. I feel broke right now, but in two weeks, it's just another come up. <laughs> That's what is nice about having a salary. <laughs> I spend all every penny of my money every week, and I'm like, shit. I like, I'm gonna have to eat ramen again tonight. And then that direct deposit hits, and I'm like, oh shit, we back. <laughs> yeah. <She can laughs> I'm, buy, I'm gonna get bottle service for tomorrow night. Um, I don't know. So, do you guys wanna? You guys wanna talk about what's the most flex you guys have done so far since getting an actual paycheck? Shit, I'll go first. Nigga, buying a couch. <laughs> buying a couch is the... I, I decided for the first time in my life that I'm not going to furnish my entire apartment with uh, Habitat for Humanity and $325. I decided to actually get big boy furniture. And holy fuck me, that shit is expensive. I had no idea. I bought a wicker chair for $75. Nobody tells you how expensive this shit is. A brand-ass new couch is like, is like buying a used car. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the biggest flex I've had so far is I got some AirPods. I wore those bitches to the gym maybe twice, and I can't find them. <laughs> I'm like 75 percent sure I left them in the rental back in Atlanta. I think a bigger flex is if you just bought new AirPods after doing that. I mean, I can go probably buy some more once I get back <laughs> back up. What about you, Alex? Um, I bought Gorilla Glue yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> For any particular reason or just to have? It's because uh, uh, the door handle was a little bit, like, askew. And, like, I <laughs> like the screw wasn't going in it, and it was just kind of making me mad. So I went ahead and got some Gorilla Glue to put it back on so it would just stay attached. And I'll be honest, I've been meaning to buy Gorilla Glue for the past few paychecks. I haven't been able to do it. And <laughs> this one came through, and I was like, you know what we're going to do? Gorilla Glue. I went to Kroger. So I, first thing I bought. I got a question. What's everyone's diet been like uh, for the past like couple of weeks we've been working? A lot of rice for me. A lot of fried rice. <laughs> fried rice is the cheapest thing you can get at the Chinese spot in the most filling. Hey, you, know, you guys I got know pretty efficient with it. You guys know what's not a flex? Uh. You know, like, when you go to, like, a lo- local restaurant or something like that, and they know your name and what order you want? You guys know what I'm talking about? A yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a flex when you go to Wendy's and they know what your order is. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, nigga, four for four, the bacon cheeseburger with the, with the barbecue sauce. Yeah, probably don't really say four for four anymore. You say four for four, like, this. <laughs> I don't even know what I go in there. They're just like, yeah, nigga, I got you, I guess. Like, that's about <laughs> I it. I got the order ready. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's about five o'clock again. <laughs> <laughs> My PO is about to show up. <laughs> 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 it's like, take your time, nigga. I'm getting paid overtime to come through. <laughs> this is me checking on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, let's talk that's about funny. some shit that's been going on besides us. Um. Let's, uh, Area 51. You guys want to talk about that? <laughs> you sound like you're underwater for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean, what did that happen yet? When's the date that people are supposed like to storm September, Area 51? It's in September? Yeah. No, nah, they, they made the waiting period too long. Yeah, I feel it, like they should have did that, like, like a couple weeks after, like, everybody agreed to do it. Yeah. And maybe it would be a thing, but this is just kind of like, remember when, like, Joseph Coney was a thing? <laughs> yeah i do they, remember that they made the date like you're supposed to like go out and like put up posters about how bad coney was of a person but yeah. they made the date for it like four months after they came to your school and talked about how much of a <laughs> shitty person he was yeah and then the nigga that invented that shit got caught like jerking off in public like a, a couple weeks it was like in, a, was in like central park or some shit like <laughs> yeah no he no, was, was just in... masturbating no it was like san francisco <laughs> it, it was, was just masturbating outside of a laundromat <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they should definitely just did this like i feel like a couple weeks how did he get caught and the nigga from you was just doing fine <laughs> 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 That show, that show is not based off of true events. Obviously not. <laughs> Even though, okay, there's a difference between San Francisco and New York. San Francisco, you get in trouble for that. New York, niggas might just walk by. Wait, really? San Francisco of all places? <laughs> no, the homeless there are sophisticated. Because oh, okay. everybody yeah, is homeless Yeah, those are niggas that were artists. Yeah, every, those, those niggas were artists that just thought they were going to make it and then didn't. <laughs> yeah. In New York, those homeless niggers are just—I don't—I don't know how they became. They were just born that way. <laughs> those niggas in New York are homeless, homeless. They are so homeless. <laughs> they're not somebody struggling. They've been homeless for thirty-seven years, and they survived all those winters, and they're fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm not the... going. I'm excited for the for the like day to come, just so like fourteen niggas will actually try and charge that shit, and they'll all get. I don't know. Probably arrested or shot. Oh, from dead ass. There's going to be at least eight guys there. They're just going to like be like, okay, I can start her. Like, no, there's going to be like a dude like standing there yeah, ready I'm, just to put him in the truck. Yeah, I'm excited for home. like 13 Eric and Chads and Jacks to get arrested because they wanted to try to do some shit like storm area 51. And all you get is like an ass whipping and they have to be sent back to their mom's house. Yeah. So far, my favorite meme of all time, like throughout this like entire like area 51 thing is just like, uh, it was like someone saying, like, okay, I accepted my event for Area 51, and then, like, the government t- sent a text saying, like, all right, have you ever, ever felt a 50 cal to your chest, nigga? Like, <laughs> man, niggas, niggas no are coming back about, from like, that. seeing some aliens or some shit. Like, if you really storm Area 51, you're about to see some weapons that we just have never seen. That's what I'm more excited about. Well, that's the thing. That's the problem with the four months in advance date. The government's just like, shit, we'll just move all the shit out. They can walk right in if they want. <laughs> no, it's just going to be target practice. <laughs> all right. Um, Joe had a topic that we were going to talk about. Um, but since Alex was too tired because he had work in the morning like a bitch, um, <laughs> we decided not to do the podcast pretty much like right after uh, Joe's graduation. So we were uh, going to talk about like the entire like just college experience oh. in like general, and like yeah. as a whole, like we can talk about that, or I think we could also talk about like what like the last like I guess, I'd say like nine months has been like so that way we could also cover like me and Alex's graduation, or we could just cover like college in general up let's till, talk like, about like now. just college in general. I like the way you introduced that too. So let's do that. Um. Okay. So yeah. Uh. So all of us are done with uh, with college. Um, if you guys just want to give like a synopsis, I guess, of like what your overall experience was. Well, backstory. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's kind of obvious, but we all, well, me and Alex obviously didn't, but, um, me, Alex and Joe, we all kind of like met in college. Um, That's correct. Our freshman year, I came down to like kind of visit like our friend and, um, kind of see Alex too a little bit. Um, and just so happened, Joe was coming along with um, someone Alex was friends with. So that's how we all kind of met. 
Um, Alex and Joe became friends because they wanted to straight, uh, like chase some strays that night. Um, <laughs> We've matured. We've gotten older. <laughs> yeah, this is eighteen-year-old Alex and Joe. Eighteen-year-old Alex and Joe uh, bonded for the first time over what we used to call. This is awful. We, oh man, we're feminists now, but <laughs> we would call it. Uh, we would we would try and talk to strays on the street, and what that means is that we would find either one or two girls oh that were walking home and we would just we would just talk to them on their way back from a party just ask them how their day was and you know yeah, what, like, what they were we, up to can, that can we mention that we never did anything else besides just like <laughs> make sure they got home like that was it like yes that's all we when you're a freshman you can't you're not going out out you know what i mean so that's that's just the way we talk to girls in the beginning well, let's start there. Let's start there with like how like being a freshman in college is like also it's like low key like looking back on it, it's terrible. But as a freshman, you just have like the like the Google eyes for it because like oh, it's, you it's think fantastic. you're doing some big shit and then you're you're really not doing anything. You're going to like a house party filled with maybe forty five uh, or thirteen other people. It's like literally like, there's no in between. Either the party's like too packed or it's too little people, and like you just try to make the most of it when it's not even that like lit. Either way, it's fun as shit though. Yeah, because you're a freshman and you're drinking for the first time, probably. Yeah, I mean, it was fun, but I re- like you said, like, you have kind of like the Google eyes. Like, being a freshman, like, you're not really aware of what's actually going on. Like, you're, you, it's very, like, just surface level, like, you know, like, oh, I'm, like, you know, going out. There's, like, a bunch of, like, you know, there's, like, a bunch of, like, cool people around me. There's hot girls. There's X, Y, and Z. You're, you're failing and missing, like, what's really going on around you. Like, you're not really realizing, like, excuse me like but you have a you have class like you know monday through friday you gotta like figure out what you're gonna do for money because you don't actually make any money while you're in college and then it's a bunch of other shit sorry if this isn't too funny but like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well it's fun because as a freshman the bar is so low like literally getting a group of four guys you met like earlier that day at lunch because you sat near each other and like splitting a bottle of shitty K was a fucking fantastic evening for well, me. Well, that's the thing I with love that. And also, the thing about being a freshman too is like, normally if you're around like, it works when you're around like a group of other broke people. Like, and then you have that one friend that like maybe had like the older brother that can get you like some alcohol that lives close. Or we have that <laughs> one friend Alex. that has like the fake ID. We, this friend group happened to have both. So, <laughs> Alex was the friend with the older brother, and I was the friend with the fake ID. Yeah, and then Corey yeah, got a I fake, had a fake ID. ID too. So, <laughs> but I think. uh <laughs> I think what was cool for me, like I, like uh, just the fact that like early in college was just like I uh, was like that guy that was able to like you know plug alcohol, and I don't know it did get to the point where like now I'm at the point where like I party enough where I'm very content on the evening with just like chilling with my boys with a bottle of shitty K to be honest like I'd much rather like it kind of just all circled back like before it was just like I want to go where like there's a bunch of girls and like I want to be able to be around like a bunch of like you know like just like you know people and stuff now I'm like I'd so much rather be around five guys like (laughs) isn't it funny how all that shit comes full circle you get to college first couple weeks all you do is hang out with your boys and then, after as time goes on, you start trying to be around girls more. You start going to more elaborate events. You start going to bigger parties and all that. And it gets starts revolving more less around like having fun with the boys and more around talking to the opposite sex or whatever you're trying to finesse that night. And then, after enough of that, you come back to like shit, nigga. Can we just get a bottle oh of wine God. and play board games? Like fuck. Well, <laughs> I think that's a good segue because that segue. I think that segues our freshman year into our <laughs> sophomore year. Because our sophomore year, I remember those first, like, six months or so, Alex was dating someone, so he wasn't really around that much. So it was mostly me and Joe. Um, and most, I just remember... Most out of control I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah. It, we had a townhouse <laughs> when we were, like, what, yeah. 19, 20? Yeah. And just, like, that doesn't happen. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I just don't know why. Like, I don't know why we even did that. We should have been a dorm still. Like, I'm looking back on that, I'm just thinking to myself, like... Why did we do that? Yeah, and I, still then, lived in, I still live in the dorms. I just hung out with y'all. Y'all at the spot. Yeah, like, and then we pretty much at one point, I think, like, a good, I'd probably say maybe half of, like, the going out population is, like, University of Cincinnati probably made their way through, like, the townhouse that we lived at. And to put it in perspective, we didn't get our deposit back. 
Oh, that Jesus. was that That's was the best dirty ass of putting like, the just house in general. Like we we wore that bitch out. We <laughs> I I I met people years later, like literally like my senior year, my fifth year. I met people for the first time and they were just like, Oh wait, uh we used to party at like East Charlton. Like yep. what? <laughs> that was my friend's house and they're like, No fucking way. I went there twice and it was scary, so I left. It was too much fun. <laughs> never seen that many bottles at one time in my life. I was just like, yeah, I went there for uh, 32 consecutive weekends. And the thing is, the thing is, like, that was like, a, we did that, like, Wednesday through Sunday. Like, <laughs> yeah, it got to the point where, like, we, we actually even, were, we were, like, we actually at odds with each other inside the townhouse because of, like, how we, I, I didn't, I was tired of it. Alex was dating someone for <laughs> the entire year. Uh, yeah, we were just like, oh, no, this is Which, just too much When now. I sit back and think about it, it was honestly Jesus telling me, like, hey, if there, <laughs> if there's just four working bodies just bringing in groups of people, then maybe this wouldn't work. Because could you imagine if I was, like, able to <laughs> just add to the atmosphere? Yeah, that would have been, yeah. been absolutely terrible. It just wouldn't work. So, I mean, like, uh, that's probably, like, well, the thing is it slowed down a lot after, like, the first semester. Yeah, all right, but to, but to put things in a more broad context, like, sophomore year, we definitely peaked, like, party-wise as far as, like, how much I was enjoying it and how much we did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, even definitely. though, like, even though, like, that, like, environment got old, like, we were just, we were just doing house parties every weekend, and that was so fun. And then by junior year, that was so played out, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, eventually, like, it got to a point where, like, I'm pretty much an Uber driver for, like, everyone going out. Like, I, <laughs> at one point, maybe at 12 people in my Maxima. You had three not, niggas uh, in your trunk. Maybe. We had 12 people. I'm not making that shit up. I had 12 people in my maximum. Joe was there. <laughs> I was there. How many were in your trunk? There was two in my trunk. Huh? Two. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean, and then, so the, all right, so transition to Wait. junior year, then all we wanted Wait, to do no, was no, go no, out no, to no, bars, no. right? You're missing something really no, big no. about junior year. You're missing a key point with What's junior that? year, Joe. Study abroad. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. If I'm all right, so if you were to ask me to sum up my college experience in two sentences, I would say trash, period, <laughs> and then I would say study abroad. Though <laughs> we're not going to talk about study abroad all that much. Um, the months leading up to study abroad, we were all living separately. I live in a dorm. Joe lives somewhere else that was very I live kind of haunted. I fucking love that place. And Alex was low-key kind of living with his girlfriend, sadly. Um, and then, I mean, we didn't really go out all that much. I was mostly just, like, in my, like, little, like, dorm, like, watching stuff Wait, on HBO Go. Let's, right, um, let's not talk about study abroad this podcast, because if we talk about study We're not going to. I'm just saying, like, podcast. it happened. It should be a singular podcast. Yeah. That should be its own TV series. <laughs> we'll, we'll actually we'll do that like within we the should. next couple weeks. So look out for a study abroad podcast because there's, there's quite there a bit to a study there. abroad podcast. <laughs> but the lead up to study abroad, that we should talk about that because like what happened was Joe came into the townhouse like our sophomore year and was just like, "Hey guys, we're going to Australia," and we're like, "All right, cool." And then <laughs> two months later, Evan comes and is like, "Hey, I'm going to Australia too." And we're like, "Really?" And then. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty remarkable how but how much nobody fucking cared. <laughs> I was so this was the most exciting shit that's ever happened to me, and I go to tell people, and y'all looked at me like, "Are they racist there?" I don't even. <laughs> Everyone just over here like saying like, "Everyone's over here like, I hope you don't get lynched," and like, "Are you sure you can go with your GPA?" I'm like, "Yeah, oh. sure." <laughs> Disclaimer for any black folks listening to this podcast, by the way. I've done a fair amount of traveling, especially after going to Europe this past time. The, America's racist as a motherfucker. You're not going to go anywhere where it's much worse. Like, most of the places you're going to travel to are a lot better than America racism-wise. Anyways, anyway. I came in eight months later and was like, hey, guys, I'm going to Spain. Also, my flight is in two weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> Evan and I literally spent a whole summer getting our shit together to study abroad. This nigga Alex decided with like two weeks before it was absolutely impossible for him to go that he was going to commit to it. I remember the conversation. The I remember the conversation that made him just do it. Like, I remember me and Joe were just sitting there talking. We're maybe like also three quarters of the way done with study abroad shit, too. I remember like, this. Is like, 
This is how long the process was. It was like maybe like a six month to like eight month process for me and Joe. And like we're over here just saying like yeah like it's only going to be like fourteen like um like like what like eight or twelve weeks of like actual like classes. But like there's like three weeks like three or four weeks like just bullshit in between. And then just Alex over here just like opens his eyes like oh shit. You mean to tell me you only have to do uh, like this and this for like classes? Like yeah, it's just also bullshit classes. It's like really? It's like and that's it. All of a sudden he's insane. This nigga was literally, I was showing him, like, when the actual school was, and it was like, you're only there for eight weeks? <laughs> like, you're only in school for eight weeks? Yeah, you show him when you get just... there. You get to study abroad a month before you actually start your classes, and then you finish. There's also this weird, like, two-week break just for just shits and giggles. <laughs> no, and this nigga was just like, wait, but eight weeks of class? Like... <laughs> And then, the, literally, the next time I saw him, he was like, yeah, I, I got all the paperwork. I'm, I'm going to go to Spain. So, so it was funny, because you guys are absolutely right, and I remember that. And I was with my, like, girlfriend at the time, and she, like, because I was just, like, you know, shooting the shit with her, telling her, like, yeah, no, my, my, my brother and my friend, they're going to Australia. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing, you know, just, like, who am I going to be, like, hanging out with and stuff. She's like, oh, you know, that's cool. You should look into it. So I looked into it for just shits and giggles. I didn't really, like, really, like, really look into it. Then you guys came over to my apartment, like, randomly. Like, you guys just came in. Like, it was the door was unlocked. You guys were just <laughs> sitting in my couch. <laughs> I don't even know why we were there, but I, I don't know. Yeah. And you guys were just there. And I was. I remember, like, you guys go, like, yeah, we're only in, like, classes for, like, eight weeks. And it's only for, like, two or three days out of the week, too. And I was like, really? <laughs> so, <laughs> in that time frame, I, w- I went to Chicago, got a uh, student visa, I applied and, like, sent in, like, my deposit and stuff to go to Spain. I got housing. Oh, yeah, you got I a got passport. a passport, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much time it's supposed to take I to get a passport? I... This thing, Alex, decided to go to Spain, and then a week and a half later, he just had a passport and a visa. What the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I it's remember never I went worked to the like post that. office. I was like, yeah, I just want a passport. Should I get this, like, expedited? Because I'm trying to go to Spain in January, which is, like, next month. And they're like, honestly, I can, you probably just could, you know, just, you know, submit for it. It'll come in three days. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, that was going to study it's abroad. We're not going to talk about actually being abroad. That's a, that's a whole other animal. Um yeah, we'll save that for another week. All right, but all right, maybe this is a decent transition into uh, breaking up with girlfriends. Because, uh, I mean, how was <laughs> Alex went to Spain and had a girlfriend, and then and then for some reason he didn't after a while. You wanna you wanna talk about how you guys have broken up with girls in so, your lives? Um, <laughs> me me going to Spain. I, I I wanted to try the long distance thing. I really did. And <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you did, but deep down you didn't. But deeper down you did, but on the surface you didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the first time you're able to get bottle service for free, it's really hard to like stay in a relationship. Like, especially in Spain. Like, you end up just texting her back in Spanish, just being like, "Yeah, uh, I forgot the words to it," but you're just pretty much long. To- that's what happens when you're in a Spanish country. It just comes back Spanish. <laughs> yeah, wait. I'm going to sum up my, like, so you brought experience. I went to Spain, and I don't know any Spanish. That's... <laughs> that was... that. I was there for six yeah. months, and I don't, I couldn't tell you a lick of, lick of Spanish. Anyways, uh, worst way I probably broke up with a girl was, like, I was in Spain, and that was it like i like i was pretty much just telling her like you know we're like five thousand miles away like i mean i don't think this is gonna work out <laughs> but you're coming back like yeah i'm but, coming uh... back but like you know i'm not coming back does that make sense like... <laughs> what about evan you got a good one uh pretty much just like saying like, yeah i live in cincinnati and you know i'm like <laughs> Pretty much right, like so houses, I think, but opposite. Yeah. I think the consensus for the half and half half hour, as far as breakup advice, is just Honestly, move. <laughs> as far just as move. possible. 
that's that's ripping the band-aid off right there like if you still have to run into her at the grocery store that's not ideal if you still have to hang with the same circle of friends that's trash but if you just move cities entirely <laughs> this shit's actually a really nice clean breakup like yeah, but you're chilling I mean, you can either have like an awkward uh, conversation too, or you can just block her. One of the others, like <laughs> you don't ever have to talk to the person again. Yeah, that goes to ladies, ladies and men. Like, if you don't want to, like, if you think it's time to leave your significant other, just just move. <laughs> if they follow you, that's their bad. Like, just move. <laughs> the relationship only lasts within state boundaries. <laughs> Seriously, but like honestly, the best way if you like are in a tough relationship, right? And you want to like you want to break up with them, but you're so emotionally attached and your lives are so intertwined. The first step to do that is just purchase your plane ticket. <laughs> it can be in a couple weeks, it can be in a couple months, but you have that plane ticket. It's that shit's expensive. You can't just cancel that. <laughs> and then you can tell them about the plane ticket at any point. You could either tell them right when you buy it, or you could wait until they're like, "Where am I dropping you off?" And like, "Why at the airport?" That's pretty much what I did. <laughs> and <then> you <laughs> just leave. Or you can go to work that day and just say like, "Hey, I'm going to work, babe." And then you get. <laughs> Guess what? Now you're in another state. <laughs> Joe, have you ever broken up with a girl? I, uh, I broke up with my girlfriend in high school, but I did it the old-fashioned way, which is, like, I drove her to a place, and then I parked the car and looked her in the eye and broke up with her. That was a trash experience. Definitely don't want to do that again. So every other fe significant female I've had in my life, I just, like, I make sure that uh, I'm moving soon. <laughs> I haven't lived in the same place for more than, like, eight months at a time in about four years, and it's worked out really well for me. <laughs> There are some girls I really wish I didn't have to leave, but more often than not, uh, it's just good to just be like, look, I mean, the plane's <laughs> leaving. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so far, though, I think, like, the best move I ever said to a girl that, like, I was, like, talking to her and getting serious with is, like, um, tell her some shit, like, um, I'm, like, not into space right now to keep this, like, going. Like, it's not, like, a you thing. It's a me thing. Like, I can't, if I can't make myself happy, I'm going to make you happy. That was deep. There you go. Yeah, you can write that down if you want. <laughs> I'm definitely just kind of like, they get the hint no. after, like, first off, I've been in another country for, you know, three months. And she's saying, like, you know, Valentine's is coming around the corner. I I'm going to try to fly out to see you. And you're just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone coming to visit you is always so hidden. Man. It's like, it sounds so cool, like, two or three weeks outside of, like, the time this was to come. And then you, like, masturbate and, like, you're like, wait. <laughs> you got to pick them up from the airport. You gotta, you then you gotta show them around the things you've already seen. Like it's just like you gotta avoid certain places because people are gonna recognize yeah. you from other things, and <laughs> that's not gonna work with your girl. And then they want to do other things besides like be inside your apartment and just. Like... Oh, oh. Also, disclaimer: if you were dating someone and they studied abroad, and then you came back and you're still together, good for you. And I'm really happy that your relationship was strong enough for that. But they cheated on you. <laughs> I can say that with more certainty than anything else in my life. They cheated on you a lot. <laughs> like, so much. Like, three times a week for for six months. And that's a light one. <laughs> and if you got a little break, it's just because I got tired of uh, some guy eating them out like, while they're on if FaceTime. You, if you were hearing weird noises on FaceTime, it was exactly what you thought it was. That's uh, all I'm saying. All right, but on some more serious shit, like not some like just move shit, I will say it like, have you ever broken up with somebody and it's 100% just because you realize you don't actually like them that much? I think that's the hardest thing to do. Have you ever like, you're like, you're like several months into a relationship and then you just kind of look over at them and you're just like, yeah, there's nothing there for me. And they're like really happy right now. That's like that's a been, tough one. That's, that's been like, a tough one. That's been like some relationships where like after like two weeks, like I'm over here thinking like it's like my dream girl and shit like that. Literally after like two and a half weeks, I'm like, ah, I kind of miss hanging <laughs> well, with the I niggas right now. It's like you get over that honeymoon phase. And for anybody, like especially once you get over that little like, you know, like the crescent of the moon, you're over here just like, all right, so like what am I actually working with? You know what I mean? Like, like Yeah, exactly. It's like exactly. you get to the point where like you get over the fact like, yeah, like she's – 
you know, she's, you know, sexy or she's like great in bed or doing whatever. And then it's just like, all right, so like, what else? Like, that one thing <laughs> you know time. what I mean? <laughs> and then it gets to the point to like, all right, so like, what else are we doing? And then I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like truly not on some fuckboy shit when I'm like in a relationship with a girl. But like when the honeymoon phase wears off for me, it's not like a slow thing. It's literally just like. I just kind of like look over at her like between like words and a conversation. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> this shit's just not hitting anymore. Yeah, no, I, get, I get what you're saying because like it, it gets to that point to where like if you don't like them, you kind of have to like just rip a bandaid, and it's hard to just move when you're in the middle of a lease. <laughs> the moral of the story is start relationships yeah. at the end of leases and that's also when if you are in between a lease that's when you join the military because <laughs> uncle sam will pay for all that it's shit. up females if he joins the military and he leaves he's going to cheat on you too or, or, or try and marry you yeah those one of the two, two. but she's going to cheat on him shit oh good lord <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we should probably start to close this out. So I guess in closing, where do you guys see each other in thirty years? Where do where do we see like how do I where do I see you two or where do I see myself? Where do we see? Let's not do ourselves. Uh, Devin, you can start. Where do you see me and Joe in thirty years? I'm gonna do Alex. Okay. So he's already pretty much like a, a, a police officer. So I see him going down that conservative route. Um, I can see him definitely in 30 years being like a bus driver. I would make so much more money being a bus driver, probably. And, and like, and like, <laughs> and like on the side, like he protests at abortion clinics. What about Joe? What do you got for Joe? So you got it, yeah. Joe. 30 years. Getting like a race change. Um. <laughs> Hopefully to like Asian or something. Right now I want to be Dominican. You know that. And it's just because like his like it's just because like his Asian lover who's also a guy. Uh, but like it, God, it was I a my turn out gay. But it was Holy also like shit, a woman that would at solve first. So many problems. It was like a transitioning guy. Like so like it was she was born like born a woman transitioned to a man. Um, doesn't like that he's black but loves his personality. So he, uh, Joe gets a race change. It sounds about right. He's also 25. <laughs> In 30 years, and be 25? Yeah. I was saying the Asian guy, but yeah, sure. You oh, <laughs> I thought I was going to be 25 in 30 years. Um, All right. I, I, I can get Evan real quick. Because I've never met someone with more of a used car salesman energy than Evan in my life. <laughs> I can see you at a you. I, you like, you're going to own your own used car lot. But also, like, I'm only going to find that out because after 30 years of not talking to you, I'm just going to be in, like, fucking Wichita. <laughs> and I'll need a car, and then I'll just, like, go to, like, look at some cars and a lot. And then Evan comes out and, <laughs> and just looks at me once and then walks back inside. <laughs> you got anything for me or should I go? On some on some dumb shit, I actually see you being successful in a really annoying way. <laughs> I'm not really sure what it's gonna be yet, but I feel like you're gonna be a dumbass for like ten years or so, and then you're just gonna be walking down the street and accidentally stumble into something that's gonna make you really successful. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. What? <laughs> nah, Evan. There's a lot of money in used cars. <laughs> um. So for Evan. Um, I see him definitely like, uh, I feel like you're going to have a sugar daddy, Evan, um, <laughs> in 30 years <laughs> or be a sugar daddy. I don't know which one it is. He's definitely the latter. <laughs> Wait, he would not. You're going to have a sugar daddy and use your sugar daddy's money to be a sugar yeah, daddy. That, that, that sounds about right. I see that for Evan. Uh, <laughs> I can see that too. <laughs> and I've seen that several times. <laughs> But like for feet pictures. Get your manis and petties. Joe, I definitely see you just going like full like Buddhist monk. Um in like the next thirty years. I can see you like just living in the forest with like as little means as you need. Um 
that's low-key actually probably i have like two roads and one's gonna be i wear a white turtleneck and a lot of jewelry a lot yeah. and the other one is that <laughs> <laughs> and i can definitely see the latter more than anything because i feel like you're just trying to act like that's not going to happen but like it definitely is <laughs> <laughs> I'm like one vegan girlfriend away from that being exactly what you're my gonna life love turns it. out to be. You're going to love every aspect. <laughs> you're you're either one vegan girlfriend away from that or you're one from like African girlfriend away from having a white turtleneck all the time. So, <laughs> And honestly, I've had both already and both have dragged me in that direction. Or so. honestly, you're just one like really good looking white man away from just like, you know, being a bottom. So, I mean, <laughs> if we're being honest, I feel like that's true for everybody. <laughs> I think that's true for all three of us. <laughs> oh, it's funny because we know it's true. All right, well, again, I would love to be love to be a gay man. Being uh, just gay men communicate so much better. Imagine having a, a significant other that you can hit and no, the police never get called. <laughs> just imagine having a guy that you can just like chill with and watch a game with and just not a problem <laughs> being able to communicate well over a basketball game and then just able to fuck after <laughs> or they're bi so then you can include a girl in the mix too like it's great <laughs> just run a fantastic pick and roll and then blow each other afterwards that would be fantastic <laughs> oh my god I think the black community needs more of this talk being secure in your masculinity is underrated, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, do you guys have anything else you guys want to add? No, I think right, we covered cool. too much. Well, uh, this has been the <laughs> half and half, half hour. It has not been a half hour. Uh, this is... Yeah, it's been a while, so just get... Yeah. Just, just sorry. It's whatever. We're trying to catch up. We're friends. But um, this is uh, Big Cousin Alex. Zevin, sorry for the rustiness. Uh, we'll try to get this done every so often or weekly or whatever, or fits with the schedule. Yeah, and this is Joe, and yeah, we apologize for the inconsistency. It was I'm, I'm gonna take most of the blame for it, but you know, we we leveled up in life a little bit. But the half and half half hour isn't going anywhere as of yet. So catch us, you know, when we do this. I don't, we haven't really set up a schedule, but we'll keep you all in the loop. Follow us on Instagram. We'll still be uh, doing our best to keep you guys in the loop for when when the when the podcast is gonna drop. So I'll catch y'all yep. later. All right, peace, diggers. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. I'll fuck these bitches and I'm fucking all these hoes I'm eating pussy like it's Oreos You already know You already fucking know, bitch Hey, Got all this paper, I don't go to class Shorty look good with that double stuffed ass You made a gator, so I'll see you later Your boy made the fader, all your shit is trash Uh, she only a five and a face So her head get a bag and my time don't get waste Uh, give me a time and a place And I'm pulling up fast cause my tongue like the taste Ooh, how do you do that? Keep my shit wavy like do-rags Make me your X-Men like Hugh Jack I can't be your boo, I'm a douchebag Got so much drip, you kids might need a hoodie Said I might hear buzzing, but I got a woody I've been in the field, but I feel like a rookie And I eat that pussy like milk's favorite cookie I'm these bitches and I'm fucking all these hoes I'm eating pussy like it's Oreos You already know I fuck these bitches and I'm fucking all these hoes I'm eating pussy like it's Oreos